Welcome to episode 16, sweet 16 of the radio podcast. Today we interview Scott Hobson. Mr. Hobson from Australia. That's cool. <laughs> hey y'all, it's Shagan, I'm back again. Shagan's back again. Yeah. Do you know Mr. Hobson? Yeah, of course I do. He's... Did you know he was from Australia? Yes, I did. You just, you didn't think he just talked funny? No. <laughs> I like did my research and I was like, does he surf? And I'm like, how old is he? What do you mean you did your research? What? Everyone, everyone was like, hey. Did you talk to him? No, no. I'm... What do you mean you did your research? <laughs> you <laughs> I, found him on Wikipedia. I, I asked Diaz and I was like, does he, does he surf? And I was like, oh, okay, how old is he? Because we were like, oh, is this a young teacher from Australia? And then, you know, that'd be cool. But, yeah. And then, like, you know, we saw him and we're like, oh, it's Mr. Hobson. And then I was like, okay, that's cool. Yeah. Which, nice. I just wanted to know who he was. So what's going on? Um, so, well, this week and next week is the spelling bee, like our annual... It's not a real spelling bee. Yeah, it's it's the play. Some people thought it was a real spelling bee, so Mr. Turpin had to go on the announcements yeah. and say it's not a spelling bee, it's a play. <laughs> Yeah, so um, everyone should come out to that. Um, it's from... What's it called? Uh, the 25th Annual Putnam County Spelling Bee. That's a really long name. <laughs> that was a Broadway I... show. Oh, I didn't yeah. know. Yeah, it's a musical. Yeah. That's cool. It's I from... Heard, heard good things about it because oh. it's on already. Oh. Yeah, so tickets are $12. It's from March 1st to March 8th at uh, 7 o'clock in the Patty Hillman Drama Studio at Delview. Everyone should be coming out because these people have worked so, so, so hard on this play. Very cool. Yeah. I'll be there next week. Oh, that's great. Yeah, excited. I painted the wall. No, I painted the doors specifically. Yeah, the, the set. Yeah, it's so Which pretty. is the room. is amazing. It's really nice. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh... Rent-A-Grad is happening tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Miss Harnick rented me, and uh, I'm really, really scared of what she's going to... Oh, you don't have a list of things that nope. you have to do yet? She just told me that she I'm going to be cleaning her car, so... Mm. Inside and out? I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Um, and then there's going to be spring break, which is next week. Oh, we also have parent-teacher interviews, which mm -hmm. are on Thursday. Mm -hmm. So book that. Um, well... For the students that don't want to because they don't want to get in trouble from their parents, don't book it. <laughs> um, and then after spring break, we're going to be having auditions for the Grad Coffee House. Everyone can join in. You Even, like, the teachers, we're doing not – it's not only, like, singing. You could have, like, comedy pieces, anything, like, anything. So, any yeah, talents. Any type of talents. Cool. Um, yeah, so, you know – Keep an eye out for that. There's going to be announcements on it. And um, after that, we're we're thinking of having a grad week where, you know, every grad participates for, like, the what the G means or something mm -hmm. like G for gangster. They mm -hmm. dress up as gangsters. We're going to plan out that. And, um, and then, of course, the coffee house will be, like, in the end or the mid of April. And then we'll have the fine arts night in May. There's also going to be the famine from Midui and our slip and slide. Well, I wanted like a carnival sort of thing now. I sort of like gave the hint to Miss Kyle because mm -hmm. like there should be a pool, there should be a slip and slide, maybe like a water fight or something. You know, crocodiles. Just, ooh. <laughs> 
Maybe not that. <laughs> I want to see crocodiles. Australian crocodiles. Uh, yeah, let's not do that. <laughs> um, and then we were... I don't know what's happening with We Are Love Festival. It might, it's supposed to be in February. Are they doing it? Yeah. Okay, well, February is over. Yeah, <laughs> which is... So famine next. Yeah, let's have a famine. And then there's also going to be Visaki from Global Village. They're going to have, like, a whole DJ set out and the cafeteria, and there's going to be henna and all that cool stuff. They're gonna, they have a DJ? Um, or are they just It's going to be Bodge. Oh, really? <laughs> Probably going to be Bodge or something, or, like, someone's going to play the ox chord, and then Bodge will have, like, his the, drum. The what? The ox chord. They're going to, like, get an ox chord, plug it in, that's the DJ. Oh, an ox chord. Yeah. Oh, and then... Like, I was but, like, is this some sort of instrument? Ox no. Chord? <laughs> and then um, Bodge is going to bring out his uh, drum and then, you know, go around the whole school playing it. Very cool. Yeah. Looking forward to that? Yeah. We do lots of cool stuff here. We do. It's always do. very lively. Yes, yeah. it is. So, what are your plans for spring break? I'm going to be studying. I'm going to be getting a job. I'm going to be finding my heels, getting my prom dress but, fit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Finding your heels. Yeah. Those are very important. Yeah. But that's that's going to be my spring break. I'm not going to Cuba. Why don't you go for sneakers? No. <laughs> no. I just think it's, it's way more practical. It's comfortable. No, I'm going to get like six-inch heels. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to have fun with those. You're going to be stuck in the mud. It's, no. No. They're going to be expensive. They're going to be great. They're going to be sparkly. Good. Yeah. Well, lots to look forward to. Yeah. So, uh, anything else? Nope. Nothing else. Nothing nothing else planned right now, but maybe, like, later on. Oh, is there a, uh, isn't there a, uh, live at lunch? I don't know. I actually don't know. Hmm. Okay. I'm sh- I'm pretty sure there is one coming up. Garcia. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, okay. Yeah. So Mr. Hobson is coming up. He has lots to say about Australia. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. <laughs> All right. I, I, You're I'm supposed not, to say oi, oi, oi. I, oi, oi, oi. Oi, oi, oi. I can't. <laughs> High five. All right. Justin keeping you? No, I was eating um, Save on Food um, chicken that you actually throw. It's in the bag and you throw it into the oven and it cooks in the bag. That's twelve dollars. It's amazing. Barbecue chicken, Texas barbecue chicken flavored man. I that is that. great, great chicken. Yeah, that's good. Like stuff, how the yeah. going. Yeah. Dude, uh, do I need to sit further or closer <laughs> away? Further? Nope, that's fine. I'll put a bit of an English accent on for you if you want it. <laughs> Don't mess with people. <laughs> I'll just start changing the accent like halfway through. <laughs> oh, if you could do New Zealand, like a Kiwi accent, then that'd be... I can't I do can't. that. We'll get some no. fashion, fashion, fashion chips. Fashion chips? Fashion chips. I have no idea. It's pretty I, weird I know outside. very few people from New Zealand. I think... It depends if you're... One of my pros was from New Zealand. That's the only person I knew. It depends if you're a man... Like, if you're, like, an Islander, Maori... 
Or if you're just like a, I don't know, a Caucasian New Zealander, they have different accents. Oh, really? Like the Maoris sound different, yeah. I don't know. But generally, I, th- I think the biggest difference between Australia and New Zealand is... Eyes and E's. The eyes and E's. So instead of saying fish... They'll say fish. Fish. With an Fush, air. right? Instead of air, it's air. And then... Like if an I. It's like wit. Yeah, so <laughs> like fi- fish. It will say, we'll say fish and chips, and they'll say fish and chips. Yeah. I think. Fish and chips. Yeah. Fish. Fish. Fish and chips. Fish and chips. <laughs> fish and chips. <laughs> but I, I can't do a New Zealand accent. Yeah. What other accents can you do? Me and my brother's right out here in uh, Canada. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. Is that American? Uh, I don't know. Is that American? That sounds American. It sound, well, it sounds the same. Canadian, American. <laughs> no. no. No, no, Give me the difference then. What's the difference? John, you start. I don't know. Um, I think it's the intonations that are different. Well, I guess it depends on where in Canada you're from, too. Yeah. From the east? Like, like Newfies obviously have a special accent. No, you don't just, you can't understand it, right? What does that sound like? Oh, I can't. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Hey, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> Stuff like that. That's just, like, really? Yeah. I can hear it. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. It's a coming up there, right there, right there, right there, there, right? Like, they sound like that, man. It's like, it's... <laughs> that's pretty... That's not bad. It's like that, right? Yeah. 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 No, I don't know. I, I Obviously, you can tell the different accents in, this, in America. You know, down south and over in... What's the one, the Boston accent? Yeah. But then there's some Americans. It's like, I don't know if you're American or Canadian. I can actually, you know. I don't know, strange. John, you can tell too, right? Yeah. Like, can, I can tell, I but I don't know what it is, but just the way they speak, I can tell. Even from Washington, I'm like, you are from the States, I can tell. I don't know why, but maybe it's just... I think when you spent enough time in a place, then you get a sense of how they speak, right? Well, you know, one but... thing that my friend told me that, like, um, that Canadians do that Americans don't do is, like, this raising. Like, you know, at the end of everything that we say... It goes up. What's so that? If, you say. Yeah. So, for example, if I said, like, you know, if I speak naturally, like when I say naturally, it kind of goes up like that. Oh, the pitch, yeah. Americans go down. So, so they'll say naturally. Whereas we'll say mm. naturally, like, it kind of goes up. So, I'm going to go Canadian raising and Sounds someone like... actually pointed out to me and I was like, yeah, I guess I do do that. <laughs> you know what you guys do as well? Like, you say right out. Right out. Out. Right out. Instead of saying out, we say out, you'd be like oot. 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 Like Boot. Me, me that's, like, that's like the stereotypical yeah. Canadian. Canadian, right? Yeah, I saw that on <laughs> South Park. After I came here and I, and I noticed everyone was like, you know, working right out now, right out. I uh, <laughs> watched, watched in South Park and the you know the two were they the two Canadian characters. <laughs> Terrence and Phillip. Terrence and Phillip. Yeah, there, there, there was there was some sort of joke and they were, they were just pinpointing that exact thing and I'm and I ne- like I never sort of I never knew about it till I came here and I'm like that's one significant thing about Canadians is they pronounce it. Ooh, Hmm. I don't know, like right out, right out though. You do it right, all, all right the time. Out. I do? Well, right about. Is there saying right, uh, right about? Right about. <laughs> right about, right about. Right about now? Yeah. There's also a sorry and sorry. I say sorry. Sorry. Sorry? I think sorry is more Canadian, right? Sorry. I say sorry, yeah. American is sorry. 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 Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, so- I, like sorry, I guess, like the clothing? I was telling, I was telling John when I was traveling, I could always like. Actually, no, that was the, that was uh, personality. Uh, accent, <laughs> accent wise, accent wise, I think I could guess like when somebody's like had an accent. I'm like, you're Canadian, aren't you? They're like, 
Yeah. I reckon nine times out of ten, I could tell. Really? What, what, what about their personalities, though? Would you say that? Oh, I, don't, I don't know if I should get into that. <laughs> but um, I said I Canadians had better about. personalities than Americans, I found. How yeah. so? Oh, my God. Um, now, now you're in it. What do you mean? Well, by Americans, I got, like, I got along with Canadians, and I... It's not that I didn't get along with Americans, it's just they didn't... They were just weird. Those exact words they used was they're weird. They're weird. Every single one of them had something <laughs> crazy about them. It was just mm-hmm. it, small sample. Maybe it's just the people you're with. May, maybe, but it was uh, like I'm not eighty percent of the Americans I met. There was something not right. <laughs> Seriously, like, and I'm not joking. Like, I'm not exaggerating. There was I can think of three specifically right now. Um, was, it, was it what they were talking about? It was just their no. It was just their personality. Um, the yeah, like what they talked about, and they didn't. Yeah, but did they get just, political on you? I can't remember exactly. One guy was just really weird, and he stunk a lot as well. Like he didn't he didn't shower, so he had like super bad odor. And he was okay, this, and, is, this is not my kind of traveling then. But he was just really weird as well, just like his personality. Then there was just a. I don't know. It's just like, you, you know, they you can just tell they're not Canadian. And then every Canadian I met was just chilled out and, and it seemed like we got along. It's, they had like a, a similar personality than Australians do, but then you, you hang out with an American and um, not all of them. These are the ones I was tra- traveling with were just, yeah, weird personalities. It was, uh, it was kind of like, the, I don't know. I don't know. I should stop. <laughs> I Next should... topic. <laughs> I should say that I've been to the States a lot and yeah, there's lots of really friendly... Yeah. Like, they're very open and friendly and more open than a lot of different people because they'll actually come up to you and want to know your story and talk to you, right? Yeah. Whereas, you know, being an introvert, and that's kind of, to me, it's kind of shocking, but it's nice yeah. as well. Yeah. Like, they're, they're very open to helping you out. Right? Yeah. Right out. There you go. Out. Help him out. Are you recording right now or what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I never stopped recording. Everything's recorded. Um, Dude, no, I've been that, recording that's, that's, you since you were home. <laughs> you didn't know this. <laughs> that's creepy. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, a lot of Americans are, are great people as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, let's just end with that then. <laughs> exactly. So is John Ho's uh, co-hosting, or is he? Are we putting him on the pedestal as well? He's co-hosting. Yeah, co-hosting. He'll, he'll jump in whenever he has something like, something yeah. good to say. No, I'm kind of co-hosting as well. We're all co-hosting. I try to like speak really slow too, for the Australian. <laughs> so, <laughs> for my pride's sake. <laughs> I see. Uh, After the last time, I listened to it. And last time, I tried to speak slower, and then I listened to myself in the recording, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh my goodness, I'm still talking so fast." So this time, I'm gonna try to speak. Unjoiningly slow. Oh, don't worry. I, I think I can change the speed on this recording anyway. <laughs> really? That's fine. So, let's go back to Australia. How about? Can, can you tell us? <laughs> like, when you appeared at Delview, it was like part way into the beginning of the year, and like you're the first Australian we've ever had here. But I've known lots of Australians in in these parts. Um, especially on the ski hills, for some reason. It's no. racist. No, <laughs> I every time I go up there, I, I, ah, I can hear it. They're they're everywhere on the ski on the in the snow. 
Um, I can hear it. It's, yeah, they are. It's true. Uh-huh. It's true. So why not the slopes? Why the school? Well, like, what's your story? Um, oh, my God. Where do we go? Let's go back a few years. Let's go when back. I was in, uh, when I was in Serbia. And then, uh, <laughs> you were in what? <laughs> I was planning on coming to Canada. Like two, two or three years ago, I think I was in traveling Europe and, um, yeah, I got like a visa and everything. And then just some stuff happened and, uh, I had to go back home. There's like health problems and I never got to come here and I was devastated. And I think I was planning on going, that's right. I was planning on going to Banff and like living there and doing a ski season there. See, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a, it is a typical thing. My, 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 my best friend came to Canada for like four seasons in a row just to like, and he went to. Sun Peaks, Sunny Peaks, or something. What's that? Sun, Sun Peaks. Sun Peaks, yeah. He did that. Um, but yeah, uh, and then, yeah, I had to come home and didn't go back traveling again just due to my situation. And then I was traveling Southeast Asia last year. Uh, and yeah, I met my girlfriend now. Um, where was it? On top of Volcano. 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 <laughs> uh, it was random. Yeah, we, I met her like hiking this volcano, and then she, then we kept in touch, and then she came to Australia for a bit, and then you know it was like, what are we going to do? So we got together. Mm-hmm. Um, so then she came back to Canada, I think in March last year, and then no February March, and then we did like long distance for like four months, I think, and then I thought, you know, I'll, I'll maybe I'll come do a year over there. And see what it's like, and because I've always wanted to come here, um, and my job back home was ongoing, so I can get like a, I could ask for a year off with without pay, and then um, to do some traveling. So, so I came here for a year, and then yeah, that's pretty much how it happened. I think yeah, it's like two reasons to check out Canada and like to pursue this sort of you know this relationship. Very cool. Yeah. So, I mean, back in Australia, you were where were you working before? Um, a place ca- called Cranburn, also known as Crime Burn. Crime Burn? Yeah. Think of, uh, sorry? Similar? I don't know. I've heard it's, uh, I've heard it's been compared to sorry. <laughs> oh, that's where you were working. Yeah. Yeah, the area. It, it was a school. Okay. Yeah, like a secondary school just like this. Okay. Um, so yeah. It was, a, it was a teaching gig, but a lot scarier. Uh... <laughs> I don't know, kind of. There's a lot of fights at the school. Um, okay. Yeah, it was just teaching. I wasn't teaching as much music, though, as I am here, which is wasn't so it wasn't as good over there. I was teaching a lot of humanities. You guys, social studies, yeah. mm-hmm. like geography, history. My neck of the woods, right? Yeah, and music. It was good. Just different, different system. Who was I talking to this morning? In um, collab day, I was telling, like, Jessica and... Um, Jason and I just talking about how it's so different the differences between the the school system in Australia and Canada. And what are some of those differences you've noticed? Um, the main one, I feel like it's more laid back here, which uh-huh. is good. Like less, I don't know. It's hard to explain, but like you had to do a lot of non-teaching related work at the, at the school. Um, like paperwork? Yeah, it was more like admin. So I felt like more of an admin administrator than a teacher. Mm-hmm. And like a behavior management. You're dealing with behavior all the time and you can barely teach the kids that want to teach because there's a lot of disrespect at that school that I was working at. Um, other schools are fine, but that school is like a, like a really rough area. 
and yeah, it was just like a lot, it was a lot of meetings, like three meetings, three after like hour meetings a week at the school. Wow! If you don't have a meeting, you had to stay at school till four forty to, you know, cover the government hours that you're supposed to be working. Like it was just like a lot of rules and regulations, and you know, it wasn't didn't have much freedom. Um, had to make sure you're teaching exactly what every other teacher was teaching. Um, so here it seems maybe just because my department music and planning, I was teaching it by myself and I wasn't teaching with any other teachers. So I kind of like had a framework to work with, but I could do what I want. And I didn't have to kind of go to the upper, you know, I didn't have to go. I don't have to see Julie to say, you know, is it okay if I teach this music? I can do what I want. Well, I think it's similar here in the academics as well. I mean, yeah, we, I know. I'm sure it will be yeah, like in we, social studies and math. When we talk and about scope and sequence and, yeah. you know, what the kids should know and what level they should, they should be at after they leave yeah, or before they leave. But definitely. besides that, it's, it, we, and we kind of do our own things. Yeah. It just, I don't know. It was just, a, it was just a bit of an eye opener. Like coming yeah. here was, first of all, coming into the school was just a completely different setup than back in Australia. You guys have like one big building. Mm-hmm. Like, in, in, at my old school, we had, like, five buildings. and you know, Five? Yeah, okay. maybe, maybe more. My high school, we had, like, ten buildings. It's wow. like a university. They're, like, more like universities. You go right. to one building and, you know, have to walk across the yard in the pouring rain to get to the next class. Where here, it's like I saw the school from outside and, and, and to me, it just looked tiny. I'm like, that's a high school? What's uh, it looks like there's, like, one room in there. <laughs> no, I had the same feeling when I first started here. Yeah. I drove by, actually. I thought, where's the school? Yeah. <laughs> and then you come in, and, and it's just like, holy crap, this looks like every school you see on a TV show, uh-huh. you know? It's a similar layout. You know, I was watching Mr. D. You seen Mr. D? Yeah. I haven't seen that. No, funny. Uh, so I've heard it's pretty funny, though, eh? I watched it last night, and, like, you know, um, the drinking fountains in that show are the exact same drinking fountains here. And I was yeah. like... Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't drink out of this. Yeah, no, the no. drinking fountain. I wouldn't drink out of this. Not even the tap. Not even like the, well, the, the one that says filtered, which is not filtered. I would. I Where, maybe what? sometimes would, but I usually bring my water from home. I need more than one drink, more <laughs> water bottle a day. So it's good Canadian water. Yeah. So I don't know. Was where are we at the school? One big building. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But it's just it's good. I like it. It's uh. It's different. There's more stat holidays. There's more time for teachers to prepare here. Mm-hmm. Back home, it's like, you know, any free time you have after school, you got to go to a meeting. you got to go to three meetings a week after school in one. And there were and staff meetings? Like, you'd have, um, it would be pedagogy meetings. So, like, you. Oh, wow. For, so, for example, it would be, it always changed. There's either a whole school staff meeting, it would be a year level team meeting. So we were broken up into year levels, like a year seven team, year eight team. It was more like a, how do they say it? I don't know. But like we had an office where all the year seven te- teachers that taught mostly year sevens. There was a team of teachers and we had all the year sevens in that area. Then another building had like the grade eights, nines. It was kind of like separated. Um, and then, yes, yeah, so you'd have you'd have a year seven team meeting. Then you might have, uh, you know, your arts department meeting the next night. And then you might have a whole school meeting the next night. Or it's, it was either two or three a night, two or three a week after school. And then you'd have one morning briefing every week. And it was just like no time to plan or prep. And you didn't like, you have an office, um, like you have your office. I have my office. We have our own space in the old schools, like going into a room, say like three, four times the size of this room. And then 
um, office like desks all around. So you're in a you're in a room with 15 other teachers trying to plan. It's like being in a lunchroom trying to plan at lunchtime. Right. You know, you got yeah. so and so wanted to talk to you. Or he needs help. She needs help. Then you got kids coming in at lunchtime for detention and kids coming in for questions all the time. You like if it was hard to get some time to You're juggling more hay. Yeah, it was just all this other stuff going on all the time. But you didn't get any time to sit there and be like, okay, I'm going to do some planning here in this school. It's like I can just, you know, in my prep block, no one interrupts me because I don't have ten other teachers with a prep block right next to me. So I like that. I like that. I find I can get stuff done. I'm not as stressed out working here, which is good. So you've made it this far. What's it like living in Australia? Because you always hear about all these things that can kill you. Spiders yeah. and like jellyfish and stuff like that, right? The, little yeah. kittens. Kittens? <laughs> Venomous kittens, I hear. Puppies. Puppies. <laughs> um, Golden retriever puppies. I don't know. Where I live, there's not that much. Like, Where did you live? I'm in Melbourne. Melbourne. Melbourne down south. So I, I do have to interject here because I remember you sent me on Facebook a little link the other day when you said there's like a shark that was like mm. swimming near like right where you lived. Yeah. So I, I guess that can kill you, right? Like a shark? Yeah, it could kill me. Um. <laughs> He's just so used to that stuff. It's not nothing, right? And what's funny about that is it was I watched that thing properly, the full thing last night. And so where I live it's like a bay. It's not like it's not where the way. There's no way. Like I live in this yeah, there's no waves. It's like a little inlet bay. Um, there are surf beaches that are like an hour drive away, and there's shark. There could be sharks all out there. But where the bay is, I've always been told when I grew up, you know, there's never any sharks there. Never be worried about sharks. And then there's been like three sharks in the last week there, and they're not big great whites, but they're still probably, you know, the one I showed you was maybe like three quarters the length of this table, which can do some damage. Yeah. Right? It can bite you. And it was literally like a meter from shore. You could, the person was filming it and someone was walking from the camera. And it was like a meter away. So, um, yeah, but, it's, but then, uh, there's only been one fatal shark attack in 30 years oh, in, wow. in my state. Okay. Whereas you go over to Perth and there's a, somebody eaten by a shark every week in summer. My gosh. And that's like not a joke, you hear? Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. I'd be on the before I came here, the week before I came here, there was two people eaten by a shark in one week. Oh my goodness. Um yeah, it's just like Perth, down near Sydney and Byron Bay. Queensland. Oh, it's pretty uh, much everywhere else around Australia besides our area is super bad for sharks. South Australia's okay too? No, South Australia no, South Australia's bad. Oh, is it really? Yeah, it's all is that, these is shark that, attacks. Is that, is that right beside Victoria? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. It's just like something about Victoria. There's not many shark attacks. But, yeah, um, in terms of spiders and snakes, there's spiders everywhere. Snakes more up north, I think near Queensland. But there's a lot of bad stuff. Like up in Darwin, there's a lot of crocodiles and cans. There's a lot of crocodiles there. Big, big, <laughs> big spiders and stuff like that. I was in, of spiders. I was in cans, I remember, and they told me uh, there's like this like muddy water and I remember thinking to myself like, hey, I'm going to go out there and you know have a little wander by the bay. No. And then I was about to walk on and some guy came over and literally grabbed me. He's like, hey, you can't go out there with the waters, mate. There's a bunch of crocodiles there. So yeah. the guy actually told me that and he's like, you can't go out there because the crocodiles, when, when the water goes out, they actually go where the mud is mm-hmm. and they just like lay flat and just kind of like stretch themselves out and like bask in, because they're cold-blooded, right? So they bask in the sun. So he said, you might not be able to see them, but their eyes will open up and they'll just like open Jeez. their mouths and just kind of snap at you. And, Too bad. Uh, another dumb yeah. tourist saved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I heard something on the radio. Yeah, on the radio, another one, it was just like a, 
kid taken by a crocodile. Headlines. Just taken. Just taken. Like, that's it. Not, you know, just never came back. Crocodile took him. Um, it's like Krampus, right? I don't think... Yeah. When I was in Cairns, when I was in Cairns, I went there last, I don't know, two years ago or whatever, and we are just like, getting a taxi to go to, like, some wakeboard park or whatever. And there was just signs everywhere. It was like, be aware, crocodiles here. And it was just like, like tall grass. Just apparently they're just everywhere in Cairns. <laughs> <laughs> I was shocked to see that. And it was, yeah. Tall grass and just crocodiles everywhere. Yeah, just signs like, beware, crocodiles here. Or something like that, you know. Yeah. Um, I saw a shark once when I was surfing. Oh, yeah? Pretty- in Queensland, though. A beach called Danger Beach. <laughs> Danger. <laughs> <laughs> Why yeah. would you go to Danger Beach? Yeah, I know. It was fine, though. We warned you. It just swam away, but... It just swam away. Yeah, it was scary. So, was how scary. how close did you get to it? Uh, it, I would say maybe, like, 20 meters. Okay. I saw it swimming through the wave. I didn't see the fin or anything. I just saw the outline of the shark. The swell was coming. Oh, that's so scary. And I saw the outline of this thing. And, you know, people say, oh, it would have just been a dolphin. I'm like, well, I can tell the difference between a dolphin fin and a sharp shark fin. <laughs> um, so, I just, like, swam back in and just... Went sunbaking. Plus, dolphins <laughs> like to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. chew your chew your leg off, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's a, it's it's but it's not bad. Everyone says that like, oh, Australia, all the most dangerous animals are from there. Like, oh, really? I, I think like, like for- there's bad, aren't there's, but there's bad stuff everywhere. You guys got bears. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like for you got spiders. I've went. They got spiders everywhere here. For, for like visitors, it's just like a different type of. Um, I guess you could say situation. Like I, I told you a couple times. I, I I don't know if I told you, John, but actually, is there? Is you come? But uh, when That's I was right. uh, okay, that's okay. Where John? So when, so when I was down there, I told you how um, I I was there for like maybe two and a half months. Two to two and a half months. I it was around in Australia. There. Yeah, I just backpacked it when I was younger. I drove up in a camper van and. A couple of things happen, Ember, with animals that I never really, you know, like what Scott was saying here. There are we do have bears and cougars here, but um, you know, again, they're they're well away from um, I guess all the areas that mm-hmm. we go to. Like they're in the forest, mm-hmm. mind you, not the right story for you live in Poco or right. or Portland, certain but, parts, yeah, yeah, but um, where it kind of blends the city. But in Australia, I told Scott here a couple of really funny stories. Actually, I was. Me and my friends were in Noosa. It's like a city right in Queensland. So that's where it seems like all the deadly animals, that's like the capital city of uh, the province of where they all come from. But jellyfish. we were jellyfish. We were actually, we were on canoes and just kayaking. So we were, we we're kayaking in the bay. And then my friends actually, I was on the boat still kind of like just relaxing and sunbaking, sunbathing. And then um, my friends, they're pretty much just in their water, in the water, like waist deep. And all of a sudden I saw my one friend like fall in the water. And the other friend started like, you know, he was jumping up on one leg and bouncing on the other leg so I thought to myself like what is going on here so I paddled over and I was like like Steve Brad what are you guys what are you guys doing and then they started yelling at me there's stingrays there's stingrays down below so they didn't know but they stepped on a stingray and this massive thing moved under his foot so he looked down and there was like a family like like 10 or 15 stingrays like really really big stingrays like humongous just like moving around the mud so they were just jumping around because they didn't want to step on the next one so yeah we have stingrays at the bay not like running out where I live. This they're, they're big. They're big. There's like big ones. They're, they're like this big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. The other one, I was at a Cape Tribulation and I was at a hut just like sleeping in a cabin and I heard this like really weird noise outside. So I fl- turned the lights on. I f- 
stepped outside and I kid you not, this massive scare beetle just like flew right to my face and like hit the ground. A what? Like a, like a beetle. It's like a flying beetle. beetle. It's like hit me. It happened like twice. The size of a, your fist? Like, yeah, it was like that big, yeah. So it was northern Queensland. So we're uh, talking about Cape Tribulation. It gets quite tropical up there. Yeah. So it hit me in the face and kind of like flew it. That didn't really bother me. But I heard this hissing noise. So I turned my turn the head. I think you know what I'm talking about. They're like these massive dragon things there. Um, Dragonflies? No, they're they're like lizards that that are like they're, they're like that big. Oh, what are they called again? Yeah, yeah, but they're they start with a K. But there's like there's Komodo ones, like, dragon. Komodo dragon. No. <laughs> no. Korean dragon. No. Korean dragon. <laughs> it was something, but it was it was something um, something kind of a, a big monitor, something monitor, but it was it was okay. humongous, and yeah, I just saw it, and yeah, it was it kind of like came towards me, so I like shut really? the door, and then like walked up the stairs and started like scratched at the door, and I was pretty much just um, you know behind the door going like. Oh, Okay, um, yeah. this is kind of weird. So I kind of like knocked on it, and then it kind of like went away. But you know, for me, those experiences don't happen here, right? Like, no. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's exciting though. Yeah, yeah. it was exciting. If you don't die. Yeah, and there's a lot of snakes. Like my auntie lives in Queensland, and she said she had a brown snake just sitting on her like doormat one morning. Uh-huh. Like, and it's like uh-huh. a deadly snake. Yeah. Just 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 curled up on her like open the open the door to leave, and it's just sitting there. <laughs> um, and she, yeah, it's. They reckon there's always it's just this is warmer weather up there. It's warm, it's humid, and it's yeah, yeah they just live up there. So, so you can't you can't say that Australia is not more dangerous in terms of the flora and fauna yeah. than here. There's no way. <laughs> I, never, I, I, ne- I never said it wasn't less. Dangerous. We have spiders, just, but you you know they're tiny and you can squash them. And you're not worried about them killing you yeah. unless it's like a black widow. Yeah, which actually I was gonna say, John, you're wrong with that because in Australia yeah, we have these things called redbacks that are also tiny, but. Uh, wasn't it again, like one bite can kill like ten babies or not? It's like something. Oh, it's got enough venom to kill bad, ten, ba- yeah, red ten babies. Ones. Yeah, red they're cool. You see them? It's, like, it's got like a bright red dot on it. That big? Um, they're not. Oh, they're they're tiny. Tiny. a little bigger. They're probably like that. Okay. Um, okay. But yeah, no, they're, they're they're bad. Yeah, like once I was just like lying on bed and I saw this. You know those white tip spiders. White so, tip. It's like a white tip. It's so got like a, terrifying. It's got like it's it's like a tiny little spider. It's got like a little tail thing and it's like got a white dot on it they're like deadly and I was just lying on my lying on in bed one night and I just like saw it crawling on any my any spider with a tail I'm just staring <laughs> like a hundred meters away from it yeah, yeah. I don't I don't like spiders I don't like them either there's something about them that kind of creep me out <laughs> spiders snakes I don't mind snakes but spiders I don't like snakes oh talk with Byron Bay yeah I yeah like, I saw a photo on Facebook last night of like a, a it's on the way to this this it's a typical there's a big lighthouse on the point of Byron Bay and everyone walks up there it's it's a touristy thing you do uh, apparently there's a photo of a massive python hanging from a tree with a um uh, bloody a possum it swallowed a possum and the possum's like the size of a cat so like the half the possum's in it it's just a humongous looks like a, a anaconda and it's like this tree that like I remember taking a photo exactly under this tree like I know exactly where it was and I showed you I showed well, the good thing is its mouth is so stuffed it can't get you so oh, man. you just walk right <laughs> when by you saw that thing just hanging with a bloody possum yeah oh. come, yeah. Take a, come take to a, Australia taking yeah. the detour right <laughs> mm. exactly take the detour so yeah it's pretty dangerous I guess Yeah, I guess yeah but you but, grew up there so you're die. used to all that exactly, no, you, and you survived like, I just get scared of like surfing. I hate it, man. Really? Oh, just you're out there and like you don't know what's underneath you. You just yeah. you just try not to think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've seen the movies, Jaws, dun, dun, the Shallows. Dun, dun, dun. 
It's a new movie called Shallows. Shallows. No, it's about this like woman who go who is about to quit her about to quit med school, and then she actually escapes and goes to Mexico and goes surfing, and the shark just um, nips her, and then she's like stranded on a rock. Oh, and, she's like, stuck there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the shark's like surrounding her, like kind of like waiting for her to. Is she in Sharknado? Yeah. It's so bad. It's so dumb. It's so bad. Yeah. Sharks in a tornado. Sharknado. What was it? Sharknado. Sharknado. Yeah. I think, um, what's her name? Tara Reed's in it, I think. It's so bad. She's like the main character. In I like, think yeah. it was it was just popular because it's so bad. It's yeah, so bad. It's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. yeah. It's so bad. So you, you, you were born in Melbourne. Yeah. And raised in Melbourne, went to school in Melbourne. Yep. Um, so what was it like growing up there? Mm. Uh, what kind of stuff did you did you occupy your time with? Growing up there. Um, wintertime, I was playing footy, so like Australian rules, football. Mm-hmm. I guess wintertime for you would be summer for us, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so like, I don't know, just in wintertime, you just, yeah, if, yeah, like you just play footy growing up and summertime, try to go to the beaches as much as possible. Go to, there's a few like holiday destination places like with better beaches. Down like in Mornington Peninsula. It's a nice little area. Um, growing up, yeah, I don't know. What, what, how old am I? 27? What was I doing? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> just playing sports. I think I played like every sport there was. For a, to a degree, then I started. That's right. Then I got into music, and then I stopped playing sport. That's what so happened. When did you get into music? That's right. How did that <laughs> um, my brother played bass when he was like thirteen. So like he he was always in bands when he went to high school, and then I'd always pick up his guitar and have a play of it. Um, and then yeah, when I was thirteen, I got my own guitar and started learning it. And then I just like just that's all I did. Just play guitar and take off, eh? Yeah, yeah, and then I, I continued playing football, um, and then I when I'm, I think I got like sixteen, seventeen, I, I think I stopped it. I just couldn't do it anymore, and then um, I you tried. Can, you yeah. can do footy anymore. I think I think I just quit. I just gave up. I was just like, uh, it's too it's too hard on the body, <laughs> mm-hmm. and now I'm playing it again. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's just like it's sore all the time, and yeah, just a lot of people people like. A lot of people like to get in, try to get in fights with you when you're playing footy, and I got sick of that. It's just like they try to, you know, there's a lot of you got to play with everyone, and like a lot of them are very physical, and I didn't like the alter altercations I got put in. So there are uh, lots of fights in yeah, footy. Yeah. Wow. Just like fist fights, but is that part I'm of not the a violent Aussie person, rules? so I, uh, <laughs> I, you know, I try to avoid that. <laughs> anyway. That's right. <laughs> no, I just yeah. That was, that was a few things that just, guys can be bothered doing. It was just a bit big commitment all all day Saturday, and then you just saw all day Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and then it was just too much. I think I was just busy doing my music, and I, I didn't have time for it anymore. Yeah. So, so for your music, did you did you have a band like your own band, or was it through high school programs? Yeah, yeah there was there was multiple bands that I was in in high school. Like, I think my first band was maybe like when I was in grade eight. Um, did my first musical performance when I was in grade seven, Nothing Else Matters, oh, yeah. with uh, Metallica, and Nothing Else Matters in front of thirteen hundred people. It was pretty nerve wracking. Whoa! Yeah, it's the biggest performance to date. <laughs> it was my first performance. <laughs> yeah, it was massive. It was, it was me, my, me, and like my uh, good friend. We just did like a guitar duo. 
It was for a talent talent show, talent contest. Kind of wow. like your fine artist night, I guess, right? That's pretty huge. Kind of, yeah. It was just like people got up and did like a talent and like, uh, yeah, it was it was pretty cool. And then like, yeah, did like little school gigs. And then when I was about 15, started a, I don't know, heavy metal band, I guess. Um, that was pretty fun. It got a bit of a following. We used to call ourselves Metalcore. Metalcore? That was the, that was the style. It sounds like a, like a color of paint or something. Metalcore. Metalcore. The, the band was called Murder, She Wrote, like the TV show. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty fun, though, because that was good. We um, had a bit of a following. All the gigs were playing. It was, it was like, that was a scene that was kind of, like, really big at that point, I think. Um, and, yeah, we had, that was fun, playing gigs, local shows, and supported some bigger bands. And, and then you said you got into reggae, right? No, that was that came later. That came later. Well, after that, then, then I quit the band when I was about eighteen because I was getting into jazz, and I realized that just like I was overplaying the metal. And then, um, <laughs> then I studied music, got like heavily into like playing jazz music. Um, so jazz guitar. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. I guess you had to have a. Did you get a different guitar for that? Um, what did I have? I was playing an Ibanez in high school, and then I got this thing called Levison Blade. Do you know that? No. It's like neither do I. It's a, it's a. I bought it off of one of my guitar techs and like a guy fixed my guitars and yeah, that was cool. And then I had that for a bit. So I was playing my Levison Blade when I went to university. Then I bought a Fender Strat, uh, fifty-seven reissue, I think it was. Then I bought like a jazz, like a three-three-five copy, an Epiphone right. copy of a Gibson, like jazz mm. guitar, and that kind of like got me through my jazz stuff. Um, and then I bought a PRS. Do you know PRS? Paul Reed Smith, classic guitars, very expensive. Yeah, I got that one actually in in New York when I went there. Um, it's a sweet guitar. Cool. Do you know how much they are in Australia? No, like eight thousand dollars, like seven or eight thousand. Eight thousand Canadian. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like I'm like, I can't buy that here. So I knew I could get it cheaper in the states. So I went to New York and I think I spent like uh, cost like three thousand six hundred. Wow. For this guitar, it's so nice. Oh, Paul Reed Smith. Nice. Yeah, so then um, when I was in high school, I met, uh, not high school, university, I met uh, this guy, who, the singer, and we joined we kind of, and then we joined a band and played with my brother because he plays bass, so he played in the band for a bit, and it was kind of like a funk band, I guess, like Red Hot Chili Pepper style, mm-hmm. and it kind of like ventured into, we wrote a reggae song, and we thought, well, this song's a lot better, Um Styles a lot better, so we just turned to a reggae band. It was good, and then that developed. We got like a horn section, and that was pretty fun. It's called the Moon Project. That one, the Moon Project. Dub reggae. Can we find any of this stuff online? Um, I don't remember. Like that band, we split up like four, maybe four years ago. Did um, you ever post anything? I think so. It's. I don't know. Can you put it on this? I can. I can try. I don't know if it's. I, to be honest, I don't think it's online anymore. I have it on my computer. But uh, it's pretty cool. What is it calling it? Do you sing in it? No, no, I don't. Um, it's called the Moon. Moon. The Moon Project. But I, I, I don't think we ever. For some reason, I don't think we ever did put it. We're gonna put it on iTunes, and then it just never happened. Um, anything more specific? Because if I look for Moon Project, no, the Moon Project, the Moon Project. There might be some like YouTube videos, maybe. Um, but there's a lot of. There's a lot of stuff that moon that's projects like but that was cool that was, that was fun and then um yeah and then I 
Yeah, that was four years ago or something. And then what happened? We split up, I think. Because I kept on traveling. That's right. I kept on going over overseas and they got a feeling guitarist. And then I said I was going over again. And I think everyone just kind of said, like, you know, uh, it's not really progressing yeah. as we want it. So let's just, you know, let's just call, set, it, quits. call it quits. Just kind of sad because it was nice. Um, and then before I came here, I was playing in a, another band called The Funk Affair. It was like a funk uh, soul disco cover band. So you went from yeah. you went from metal to jazz to reggae. Metal, funk, jazz, reggae, funk, disco, yeah. Disco. It was disco. It was pretty much a disco band. It was like a 70s, okay. 70s disco band. It was sweet. Wow. So what was your favorite yeah. uh, genre, would you say, if you must choose one? Start. Oh, See, that's, yeah, I don't. Favorite genre of music? Or to, put, to play. Oh, man. I like, I don't know, I just like jazz and just improvising and jamming. And, like jazz, yeah. eh? Jazz is nice. Jazz, uh, Latin, funk. It's all, it all just, it's all sort of d- depends on what I'm doing, you know. Um, I like playing a lot of folk finger picking music. You heard of Tommy Manuel? Tommy Manuel? Tommy E. Manuel. Tommy Manuel. No. He's like the best, one of the best guitarists in the world. Australian. Actually, from like, uh, from where I grew up, that area. Really? His finger style picking, it's so good. So good. Hmm. So when I came here in Canada, like last June, I was just busking downtown. I was just like playing a lot of like instrumental finger picking songs um, just to make some money and just like just to try it. I hadn't done it much in Australia. So I thought, you know, I don't have a job right now. I might as well just go do some busking. And that was kind of fun. Downtown Vancouver. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, Rob City Center, right? Yeah, the Robson Street. Did you yeah. did you make a lot of money? I I always wondered like I don't know. It wasn't that much. I was yeah. it, and it, it was varied. I had to try at different times to see what the best was. But right, I think the best I made was in Gastown on a Saturday. It was like two hours, and I think it was around seventy or eighty dollars. But good, that's right? not usually. It would usually be two hours for like forty dollars if you're lucky. You know. So what kind of what kind of people normally like? I mean, you obviously tested out the market mm, at different times, different people. Yeah. What it, did you figure out? Like from that, everyone gives money. Like every different like category, of people homeless people will give me money. Wow, you know, like you could tell, you know, like people like from like downtown east side, like you could tell they like, lived in shelters and didn't like live in like mm-hmm. you know they were, and they were they were given um, some money every now and then, and then you know you get the. It just depends. It just depends. A lot of people walk past. You know, you tell you have times when you won't get any money for like 15 minutes and it's kind of like really disheartening and you're like, oh, I'm just going to go home. And then one person puts some money in and that kind of, it just comes in waves. Um, but right. yeah, it's not, it's, 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 it's frustrating when you get people who sit there and just watch you for like five minutes and then just walk off. It's like, <laughs> come on, if you're going to watch and yeah, at least yeah, tip me, I'm trying to like get something out of this. Um, and you know, you got people who come and take photos of you um, and then just walk off and say, like, come on. No, that's not, not good. You know, like if you're going to – and a lot of those were, were um, tourists. Um, right. But, yeah, no, it, it was good. It was fun. It was – it's kind of good to, like, build up your confidence as well because getting out in the middle of the street, setting up an amp and just not saying anything and not introducing yourself and just start, start playing, it's kind of uh, exposing. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of nice, you know. There's tons of – Street performers on, I mean, they comes from they come from all walks of life. But mm. You see tons of really really talented people out there, and then that's yeah. that's one thing. Like you, you learn 
like who the people are, who's listening to your music, who's interested. Yeah. Um, you learn a lot of things from doing that, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's and building um, the confidence, like you said. Yeah, it was it was fun though, just sitting out in the street and um, it's funny. One I had one, or you know, like I had a. You'd always have a bunch of. Um, not a bunch, but you'd have random, you know, homeless people walk past, look into your, look into your case, and you know that they're just thinking, "Oh, I just want that, I want that, I want that money, I want that money." But like, they don't do it because it's like it's kind of rude to go up to somebody who's busking and say, "Can I have some of your money?" There's one gas tank. This one guy did it. I'm just like, ah, he yeah. took your money. Well, he's like, "Oh, can I, can I have a, can I have a loony for a coffee?" And I'm just sitting there playing my song. Going, I can't say no because this was the day I had like seventy, eighty dollars. Uh-huh. I can't say no, but like, it really, don't do that. Yeah, it's kind of rude. But I felt bad. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Just don't take the two dollar one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, and the same spot as well. I had some person pretty much just like overdosing on heroin on the bench next to me. Oh he was just sitting there with like a coffee, like a coffee flask thing, just sitting there, just slouched over. I felt. I'm like. I had to move. I had to move because I'm like, I'm not, this is kind of weird. This, you know, people going up to him and making sure he was okay. I think he was, he was just zoned, like just out of it. He probably just, you know, had his hit and was just sitting there, but it was kind of weird. Yeah. Do you, like, I mean, we have uh, certain parts of downtown where there's a, it's an obvious homeless situation and obviously people yeah. on drugs walking around. Uh, is that, similar like where you come from like what's the The downtown east side Mm -hmm. yeah nah that was unique to see that my girlfriend actually works there like in the heart of downtown east side oh right now yeah she's a social worker so oh okay yeah yeah but it's yeah it's 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 unique like just like you're driving it's all good and then out of nowhere it's like bam yeah you're like in a whole new world with like a hundred hundreds of just you know homeless drug addicts on the street and it's just it's just like an eye opener hey it's mm. different but no in Melbourne we don't have a significant like a specific area where they all go to mm-hmm. um definitely have like some homeless and you know a few drug addicts but it's nothing like that hey it's different and then like but they have all the hotels down there and like it's all in that one spot everything to help support them is all there right you know, all the housing for them, um, all the injection sites are there, all, like, the drug overdose prevention sites are there. It's all in that one spot, so it makes sense that they just sort of go there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's different, hey? So, it's how did you get into teaching? How did I get into teaching? Um, I started teaching guitar when I was, like, 16, so, yeah, I, um, I don't even know how I started doing that, but... Because I could play pretty decently at like after a couple of years, and yeah, so I started started getting some students, and <clears throat> yeah, sort of. I think by the time I was eighteen, I had like thirty or thirty five students. Wow! So I had a good like that's I was making my money for like four or five years. Just that's a just my home yeah, that's business. a decent amount of students. Yeah, just for guitar lessons. Yeah, so I was just doing that. I liked that. My mum was a teacher, um, so I guess like I had that influence, and then. I did my music course and it's, you know, what can you do with a music course? You can't really get much. Like, there's no jobs that come out of doing a Bachelor of Music. Mm-hmm. There's, yeah. Um, you could, you know, like try to try to get gigs and stuff. That's what they aim to, to give you is like try to get gigs. But 
um, I thought, you know, if I can do, I can just like do a diploma of education for a year after this, and then, um, then I can teach. And I like teaching as well because I was teaching guitar for a while, and I liked doing that. I thought, why don't I just try this in a in a classroom setting? Yeah. So you got into an education program at like the in local university. Yeah, so I did like a Bachelor of Music um, in Melbourne, and that was like three years, and then you just have to do a Diploma of Education, which is one year. Oh, okay. After. So, like, you go, I went to another university. I had the option of doing a Diploma of Education, or I think it was a Master's. The Master's was two years, and the Diploma was one year. Oh, okay. So, I, um, I think it was the last year, or the second last year, they were offering the Diploma. So, I just did that. Um, yeah, I did that for one year, and then I did some um, like emergency. We call it emergency teaching back home, or CRT, casual relief teaching. It's different. Oh, you guys call it TTOC. Okay, you call yeah. it TTOC, like teacher uh-huh. on call. We call it casual relief teaching, uh-huh. and you guys call it sub teaching. We call it emergency teachers. Oh, yeah, that's a that's a cool name. I'm, I'm an emergency teacher. <laughs> I come in when the yeah. emergency happens. Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> and I clean up the mess. Yeah, it's uh, so I did that, and then I was doing a bit of a bit of yeah, like uh, sub teaching for a bit, and then traveled, and then I came back and did some sub teaching, and I traveled again, and then then I got like a part time teaching job. Actually, it was really hard to get a teaching job when I think about it. It was it was super hard just because like I only designated in music, where other people had you know music and science and music and um, English and. But but you ended up teaching humanities. Yeah, so they, yeah, my first ever teaching job, I was teaching five subjects. It was it was music, drama, RE, so religious education, mm-hmm. uh, like social studies, and English. Okay, yeah. you know, so they get you. So it's because of that experience that you were able to take on similar jobs. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So so that that was like it gave me some experience doing that, and then I got my next job, and that was teaching like essentially like planning um, music and I think I think it was just planning and music I think from memory yeah no it was and then the next year they threw in like some social studies and um, yeah essentially like planning social studies and music and then coming here it's yeah taught marketing which was interesting <laughs> <laughs> yeah marketing and planning and, and music so it's good to have, it's good though to uh teach those other subjects because it's given me the experience teaching those other subjects without having to go back to university to study right to teach you know i actually considered going back should i go back and study to get a qualified i'm qualified to teach say social studies but the cost was just like ridiculous Mm -hmm. to go back just to to do to do those subjects you know like my debt is so big from doing my music course Mm -hmm. and um and the teaching thing, like to do more, just I just thought it wasn't worth it. Right. Yeah. Interesting. So, do you have a lot of family back back home? Uh, my mum, my uh, my brother. Um, yeah, my dad. Like he passed away a couple of years ago. Oh really? Yeah, cancer and stuff. So. Oh, yeah. sorry to hear about that. Yeah, it does. That cancer, geez, yeah, it, it gets everybody. Bad. Yeah, lung cancer. So that was um, yeah, that was that was. I think that was why I came home from, from yeah, the Europe trip for the second uh-huh. time. That's right. I was supposed to go to Canada and then I came home. There was problems amongst, like, with that as well. So, yeah. 
It's really good that I didn't go to Canada because, you know, I had to come home and help mum sort of take care of him. Uh, but, yeah, like, my brother lives back home and my mum and my mum. And then, like, auntie and uncles and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I've got a lot of relatives in England and I've got some relatives in America as well. So, yeah. So you've done, I mean, you keep talking about traveling. You've been, how many places have you been to? It seems like uh, quite a lot from what you talk about in the staff room when we, when we <laughs> talk about traveling. You're like, yeah, I've been there. And Yeah. Um, I guess the f- first places I went to were like Indonesia because it's like close by. So I've done like Indonesia like four or five times, uh, Thailand, um, most of Europe, I was like, I haven't been up to like the uh, Scandinavia or anything like that. But I've done most of like all Eastern Europe, Central Europe, and Spain and Portugal. I've done the States a few times now. I've done Canada. Uh, I went to Japan as well. That was interesting. Ugh. I'll come back to that story if we have time. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I'm just trying to think. Uh, States, Canada, Europe, Japan. Thailand, Indonesia. I feel like that's what like, happened in Japan? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you made me curious. Oh, no, I've, I've always wanted to go because my 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 wife is Japanese. Okay, yeah. I'm like we got we have to go one of these days, right? Maybe yeah. when the kids are a little bit older. Um, but it's just such a different world. Yeah, well, I didn't see much of it because I, I essentially went for a snowboarding trip and I like had it like I. That was your first snowboarding trip? No, no, it was like we snowboarded in, in Australia quite a bit. Mm-hmm. There's mountains there, but it's not as good, obviously, as here. It was nothing like here. But um, yeah, like uh, I just had an injury, like a, a stack where like, I pretty much just like crashed into a tree and hit my leg. And I thought like I broke my leg, but I just torn all the ligaments off my knee. So it was a real bad accident and that was like three days into the 10 day snowboarding trip and then a week in Tokyo after. So I got in a cast and just had to fly home. Oh it actually gosh. happened on New Year's Eve as well. New Year's Eve. I was so disappointed. Oh, wow. It was pretty scary though because I hit a tree and we were off piece, like off the track. Mm-hmm. And um, I was snowboarding with, with two of my friends and we were going real far, like quite fast and they were in front of me. So when I stacked, they didn't even know till they got to the bottom of the mountain. Mm-hmm. And I stacked and like, um, there was no one around and I was like up you know, waist deep in, in fresh powder with a thought, a snapped, a snapped in half leg. Like it was hard. It was, wow. I thought like, you know, I'm, if I'd hit my head, I would have died. It was, it was really bad. Right. And I was crawling back onto the, onto the track like clipping in and like just snowboarding down like three black runs just on my heels. I had to do it because I'm like, I'm not going to scream out. Like there's no one to scream out for. I had to like get down the mountain. You still went down? Yeah. Oh my God. With, yeah, like 75% of my MCL was torn and 25% of my ACL. So my knee, I could feel my knee just popping out. My knee was popping out. I'm like, what's going on here? You know? I'm just sitting on this this right heel. Do you think he made it worse just by going down? I was gonna say, so you didn't you didn't you didn't need help, right? No. <laughs> oh, I guess I guess. Uh, yeah, it was uh, so awkward. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, so that was bad. So I had to go home, and then yeah, so I didn't really see. I didn't get to go to Tokyo, um, and it was just dis- yeah, that was kind of disappointing. Well, one yeah. day you'll, you'll go back. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, my girlfriend, she's Japanese as well. Oh, really? Yeah, she's half okay. Japanese. 
her dad uh-huh. is Japanese, so. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't think... She's been, I think. Has she been? Yeah, cool. she went... I think she went for her, her father's funeral. Oh, okay. Because he was in... Yeah. But in, who else has a Japanese... Oh, Celio and Celio. I was like, there's I know somebody else who said they had a Japanese wife. Uh, there you go, small world. Yeah, Japan. Yeah, totally want to go. It's so because you hear about it and you yeah. see it on TV or I'm going. He's gone. This what? summer I'm going. He's gone. No way. I, I told you in the lunchroom, didn't I? Or? Uh, I, uh, Remember, I had a conversation with you, and you literally maybe said, I "Like, totally just forgot." <laughs> yeah, I looked at you in lunch, and you're like, "Oh, that's so cool! You're going to Japan." <laughs> it was like yesterday. <laughs> oh, okay. No, sometimes I forget who I'm talking to. <laughs> no, really, there's yeah. so many conversations. See, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going. Um, I'm actually really excited to go. Well, my family and my parents are it's their 30th anniversary. I think in Asia and Korea. Oh, right. You did tell me that. Yeah, yeah. 30th anniversary. I remember yeah. that now. It's a big deal. So they said they're going to go to Korea. You know, I've been to Korea twice before and, um, you know, it definitely is, I guess, where my parents are from. So I do like go in there. But I thought to myself this time, my girlfriend really wanted to go to Japan as well. Like that's, that's the one country I've always always wanted to go like you know because we in Canada here especially in Vancouver we're surrounded by a lot of like I guess you could say Japanese culture especially in Richmond as you know John you know when it comes to Steveson and um, you know that population there so I always want to check it always always intrigued me so I thought to myself hey it's only across the strait of Japan I wonder how much the flight is and it's only 120 bucks so I told myself you know I'm, I'm done might as well go from Seoul from Seoul from Seoul yeah. oh, from Seoul okay. Seoul 120 to, from here no <laughs> yeah. way what? Seoul to Osaka that's the yeah. uh, that's the deal so I'm gonna yeah. go there and then I thought it'd be on the cheap like I guess you could say I know it was very expensive I thought the yen Dropped in value a bit, but I was sadly mistaken. I saw the the prices, and it's like I'm gonna be spending around 120 bucks a day. But you know, I think at the end of the day, you know, I don't really. You guys have probably see me. I don't spend money on things. I spend money on like experiences and meeting yeah. people and relationships yeah. and yeah. on others. So I think it's gonna Definitely. be a, a one heck of a time. Can't wait. I go Guatemala next Thursday as well. Yeah, yeah I heard about that. Yeah, yeah, that's no, a t- week. Hey, that's crazy. Central America. I wish I could stay for longer. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, today's Wednesday. Pretty much a week. I just talked to a guy from Guatemala. Was, from uh, Guatemala? Or he went there. Or he, he lives there. there. Well, okay. So my Wi-Fi router broke down at home. So I called Telus. Was it what? You, what? Your uh, what broke down? Wi-Fi router. Ah, oh, they said your wife broke down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got a big phone. She just like broke down. Great. Right <laughs> No, she Sorry. does not break down. She breaks me down. <laughs> um, no, my Wi-Fi router, Wi-Fi okay. router Wi-Fi. broke down, and uh, you don't say Wi-Fi in Australia, do you? No. Okay. Nobody says that. That's just weird. Wi-Fi. Um, so I called Telus, and this guy answered, and he's walking me through it, and everything was working out, and then he was he was. Talking about started talking about Guatemala. I'm like, are you in Guatemala? He's like, yeah. You know, these call centers yeah. are everywhere now. Yeah, like really? I've gotten people wow. from India. So I was like, yeah, well, I started talking to him. I talked to him for like half an hour about really? Guatemala and what it's like there. And that's so cool. Cuba. That's yeah, weird. that's Anyways. pretty cool. He would have been. Yeah, he must have been like. He must have been. Yeah, it's sweet. Don't have to talk about. I'll work for a while and just chat, and I still look like I'm doing my job. Yeah. <laughs> just wasting company time. Yeah. 
He's be educated about life in Canada, so. That's right. Well, there you go. Yeah, that I did. <laughs> yeah. And he also prefers Canadians to Americans for some reason. Does he? Yeah. Is that what he said? <laughs> That's what he said. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think, yeah, that goes. It's a universal thing. It's a universal thing. That's yeah. why there's a flag on your backpack, right? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, when I went traveling, I... When I first for my first two trips to Australia and to Costa Rica, I actually put a Canadian flag on my backpack. Mm-hmm. That backpack actually got cut. Someone stole the camera and decided to throw it away. But when um, oh, I when, thought they cut the flag off. Yeah. Oh no, 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 they no, stole no, the no. flag. It was no. that valuable. <laughs> I wish. No, it is that valuable. But I was going to yeah. say, um, when I had this American couple actually asked me one time, they were very dead serious. And it was, I was, had a sense that they were very um, offended by the fact that I had one. So they asked me, like, do you, do you honestly wear them? Because, you know, you don't, you don't want to be seen as American. And I was like, no, I just wear it because I'm proud of being Canadian. And they're like, but is it because you don't want people to think that because you sound like us? Because you're embarrassed that, you know, it could be, you could be from America. Seriously? Just, I, sw- I swear. From, yeah. From this the is, most flag-waving people on earth yeah I yeah. promise I, I'm not exactly. like this yeah this is exactly in Costa Rica we're in the forest American yeah. flags every yeah. street oh wow yeah so I was like no I was very proud to be in Canada I didn't but a, a lot of Americans put Canadian flags yeah in exactly yeah. yeah just because they don't want yeah because of uh, <laughs> yeah I mean America it, it was neat when because I do have a Canadian flag on my backpack so when we went to uh, France you get a lot of people coming up to us and going well, we went to this particular part of France called Cannes. Uh, is that where the music festival is? Uh, no, 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 not the Cannes Film Festival. But where were we? We're in Normandy somewhere, and and people would come up to us and talk about Canadians because of the the war, and the, you, you see a lot of memorials to Canadians there. Mm-hmm. Um, in Cuba, I wore a Canadian flag, and Cubans would come and talk to me, and some of them spoke French to me. Uh, I was like, sorry. Can't speak French. <laughs> sorry, French not so good. Yeah. <laughs> but then, then they would switch to English. It was amazing. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's helped me out in my travels. That's mm-hmm. good. You know what's interesting and ignorant on my part is like, I didn't know there was like a whole French Canada until like three years ago when I was traveling and I, when I met French Canadian people. Oh, yeah. It blew my, blew my mind. <laughs> oh, really? Like, what? There's a French Canada? French Canadian people? And yeah, I was just never knew that. So you went to Quebec? No, I just like met people from Quebec. Oh, okay. Like, and they're like, oh yeah, from Montreal, and like yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, I've personally got a very soft spot for Quebec and French Canadian culture, and like uh-huh. those people. Yeah, when I went the first time for travel, I was over there, and like yeah, yeah, they definitely won me over. I love it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Definitely a very uh, friendly, hospitable, relaxed. Uh, might I say, dare I say, fun-loving people <laughs> for sure. Very fun-loving people. And Quebec, yeah. like Quebec City, is beautiful. So Montreal beautiful. is such a terrific city. Yeah, yeah. I love Montreal. Uh, it's so it's good. probably one of my favorite cities in Canada. Amazing yeah. food. Amazing oh yeah, food, for man. sure. The food's crazy good. Yeah. 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 But it's funny when you land in Quebec, it says, welcome to Quebec. There's like no Canadiana anywhere. Yeah. Right? yeah. It's, it's just not, they, they don't treat themselves as like Canada. I think they're like, well, they, they've wanted to separate from Canada for a while, right? So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So there's some history there to, to look into Hobson history lesson I can teach you don't worry about it yes, give me a history lesson yeah are, are, are like in Australia are there like do you like can you tell when somebody's from a different part of Australia are there like certain Accents. types of culture 
certain accents? Yeah. I never used to think so, but now I do notice it. Do you? Yeah, they're not big. It's not like, you know, it's not like hearing different American accents. Mm. Or like, you know, you hear somebody from California and then you hear someone in Boston and you hear someone in, like, Georgia. It's, like, so different. But I think up north is uh, is more of a redneck, as you guys like to call it, vibe, accent. It's a more of a yobbo, as we like to say, like, accent. Yobbo? Yeah, like an annoying Australian accent. <laughs> okay. Um, and what does that sound like? I don't... You get an accent for it? Yeah, I don't know. Doing? Well... Swear. <laughs> um, I don't know. You do it. I don't know. I don't know what that sounds like. <laughs> All right. Oh, yes. Oh, get me another. Bit. No. <laughs> I don't know. Just listen to it. Like it's, so uh, it's like Australian Cockney. Yeah. It's. Yeah. It's hard to explain. It's just. It's a bit different, but it's very. It's very subtle. Um, I wouldn't say. I would say Adelaide, Melbourne is very similar because they're close. Um, but yeah, up Queensland. It's Queensland. It's a bit more. Um, if you have, like Google like a like, typical Australian bogan or <laughs> typical like Queensland bogan and hear them talk, you'll hear it. What's bogan? Like a redneck. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I guess yeah. You know. Yeah, there's, a, there's actually a Simpsons uh, all school Simpsons episode remember when the Simpsons go to Australia you think this is a fork <laughs> what does he say there yeah you remember when uh, they, go, they go to the um, what's it called uh, the kid rides his bike and goes to the Prime Minister's oh, uh, right, yeah. house and he goes Prime Minister something happened he's like I think he's like in his um, swim trunks like he's got like he's like he's got like a uh, like like a bottle of water or something in his hand and he's just like pretty much floating in his tub and he kind of puts his hand up and goes like what's the good one mate and think I think that's that's kind of like what you're yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah, no, accents, culture-wise, it's pretty similar. I was, t- I was talking to John, like, we have football, too, like, we have rugby in Australian rules football, and rugby's more popular in, like, New South Wales and Queensland, which is, like, the East Coast, and then AFL, so, like, Australian football is more common in, like, Victoria, South Australia, and Perth, WA. So, like, that culture's different, like, the sporting and what people follows different and that's definitely a big part of the culture of sp- in sports anyway um it's definitely a lot of a better music scene like live music scene in melbourne than say any other city i would say i don't know maybe not maybe um and then like yeah i don't know like in this in melbourne there's not surf beaches everywhere in like sydney and up the east like new south wales and queensland they're all along the coast it's every single bit of water you go to there's waves but when you get to melbourne it's like a bay so it's not surf beaches everywhere so you have to go you have to drive out like an hour or an hour and a half to find surf beaches if you live in like where i live Mm -hmm. so the culture wise is different like a lot of people in new south wales and queensland like everybody everybody would probably be a really good surfer you come to melbourne it's not like that so it's more like music orientated it's a bit more interesting there's a bit more cultural diversity. Cosmopolitan. Like Melbourne's been, you know, been voted the most livable city in the world like seven years what? in a row now. Really? Yeah. yeah. Be, be Vancouver. We keep in wow. Vancouver. Vancouver's always there. Like, like yes. two, or two or three. Australia's here. I think it was seven years in a row now. Okay. And so, yeah, so at that point, I think it really makes that much of a difference. No, though, no. Right? Like, but it's like, yeah. they obviously they take into a, <laughs> they take into account various different factors. But yeah, it's like. Melbourne's so expensive to live in. So is yeah. Vancouver. You know? So is Vancouver. But then, like, they, like Melbourne has all the sporting major sporting events in Australia, like the Grand Prix, 
Um, Do like you have boat race or is that, or is that racing? The car race, that's a like Formula team. One. Okay. Yeah. It's Formula One. We've got the uh, the Australian Tennis Open. So the Tennis Open's there. We've got the a- AFL Grand Final. That's like the Super Bowl. Um, there's the, all the golf tournaments are in Melbourne, like in the suburb I live. It just I've actually worked at that golf course. Um, nice. And they have something else. They just have a lot of sporting events. They have the Rip Curl Pro, which is a surf event at, down in Torquay, Bells Beach. I've heard Point of Bell's Break, Beach, Point yeah. Break, the last beach he goes to on Point oh, Break. Oh, with uh, okay. Bodie, right? Yeah, Bodie. Yeah. No way. Wait, was he like, he's gonna, no, he's going to paddle to New Zealand or something. <laughs> <laughs> he's not coming back in. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's Torquay. That's like one of the surf beaches we would go to. And that's where they have like the Rip Curl Pro. It's like the pro surf comp. So there's a lot of sporting events in Melbourne. So it's, I think that would, you know, Sport. It's, got, like it's a, got a big sport culture as well. It's like a cool, cool place to go to. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff there. So, what's uh, what are your plans for the future? Like, it's been you've been around. You you're here now. Yeah. Any um, idea? Sure. Um, <clears throat> I'm thinking my stage next June. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I was waiting to see what um, was going on because my girlfriend. Just she's got into like a university course, uh-huh. do a master's of social work. So she, I think, she, yeah, she just found out she got in. So, oh, good, congratulations! Um, yeah, yeah, I'll pass it on to her. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I plans are probably to stay in Canada until next June, and then we'll probably go to Australia for a year and then flip a coin, I guess. I <laughs> Figure it out then. Time to plan. So like right now, I'm just yeah, probably stay for another year, um, and then. Yeah, just sort of go with the flow. Go That's amazing. Flow. Like, uh, yeah, I've been in one place pretty much all my life, and to talk to you, it's really interesting where you've traveled so much and done yeah. so many different things. Really it's good. Interesting. It's good. I like staying out of Australia. Yeah, just because it's the same thing. It's just <laughs> the same. You know, it's good coming here and seeing yeah. this. This is this completely different place. Yeah, right. but now it's starting to seem normal because I've been here now for eight months, so it's like. I just like to. I, first time I came here when I walked from the bus to here one day and just like walking past these houses and just seeing like you know, massive Canadian bloody uh, pine trees and mm. I just love it. Oh, pine trees, yeah, so pine different. Trees. You go down a you go down a street in Melbourne and it's just completely different. Do you have pine trees? So yeah, but then that's more that's more up in Queensland. I really, I really everywhere. like palm trees. Yeah, oh, it's, so do it's I. very tropical, like yeah. Australia, so, and like, you feel happy, right? Yeah. Well, maybe that's just because when we're that reminds of us of being a tourist, right? Tropical, of, yeah. Of going somewhere where else. Whereas for you, I guess it'd be pine trees. Yeah, I mean, I like pine trees, but. Oh, I love it. I just see it. Christmas tree. Big Christmas tree. I didn't even notice that was a pine tree. Too. I didn't I even know that is one. It, and it, That's a pine tree. Yeah. It is. It looks like yeah. a pine tree. That's Which a is, lodgepole pine. Yeah. Just just the the architecture here as well. That The way the houses are designed and the buildings and construction is here is so different to back home. Like, we, don't, we, don't, we don't have three-story houses. We don't have houses with basement suites. Every floor in Australia is like a le- like the floor in the house will be level with the grass. That's the floor. Then none of the houses go below the ground. We don't have. Uh, Why is that? Wouldn't wouldn't it be? I mean, basements are nice. Actually, we're a little because... bit above ground. We don't have oh. basements in Australia either. We don't have oh. basements. We have like yeah, it's weird attics. 
if we have anything, it'll be an attic. But um, but like to be honest, actually the the, the house is on like stilts, so the house might be like this high off the off the ground. All the houses are in stilts. Can't, no, it's it's not like they're on just like four stilts. It's kind of there's a concrete slab that uh-huh. gets laid down, and the conc- and then and then the frame is built on the concrete slab, and the concrete slab is in line with the grass or the driveway. Or it's not like you know how you got basement suites here, and it goes down right. like a meter or something. I don't know. Right. We don't have that. Oh. Um, yeah. So it was different, and then mm-hmm. like, you know. So the, and the architecture in general, like the way shops are designed, um, is just so different to back home. Yeah. What is what is Christmas like in Australia? Warm. Well, yeah. It's super hot. Like the last Christmas but, I had in Australia was forty degrees. I mean, That's, like in terms of the celebration of Christmas, because you mm. you experienced it here. Mm. Um. It's yeah. It's uh, seems. Like we have all the you know they like put the Christmas lights out and so it's it's pretty much the same thing, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it's just a different vibe because obviously you know it's like it's not cold and snowy and it's it's more just like summery. Everyone's on holiday because it's our summer break, mm-hmm. um, so it's just more like barbecues. Shrimp, shrimp on the barbie? No, that's what I heard. No, right? no, no, no shrimp on the barbie. I've never actually <laughs> ever put a shrimp on the barbie. I put yeah steaks, you know, whatever. Uh, sausages. But you can put shrimp on the Barbie. You can put anything on the Barbie. So totally like, it's like Chris is actually like shrimp on the Barbie. That's the, uh, yeah. by the beach. But yeah, generally, I don't know, people just go to beaches, go camping. A lot of people go away for Christmas and New Year's and do like a, you know, a camping trip or something like that. But yeah, last year I was there, it was hot. It was 40 degrees and we couldn't even sit outside. Wow. Because it was so hot. It was cool being here because I think it was snowing over Christmas, wasn't uh-huh. it? Yeah. So it was nice having like a white, white Christmas. Yeah. Um, yeah, the snow is pretty sweet. I like it. I like it being in this like the suburban area. I'm used to just snow being up in the mountains. Mm-hmm. So like actually having a snow in the streets actually. I remember really was cool. driving you to work. We were coming here together. Remember that time when it was like I think two days ago it was floating. The snow was floating yeah. into the windshield. And you were like mesmerized. You're like this is like amazing. <laughs> Can't believe the snow is coming up. <laughs> the suburbs like, right now. I just love it. It's just floating. Yeah. 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 Meanwhile, we're like, oh, I hope it doesn't snow again. We have to. Yeah, drive out here. It's ridiculous. I love it. I love it. It's <laughs> well, fun. As I say, um, John, remember I told you like my car was skidding out because of the snow. Uh-huh. I found out why. I told Scott this uh, uh, in the lunch bare tires. Uh, I had negative two percent, so the wire was showing because it's so bald underneath the rubber. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Got to check those. <laughs> yeah, that's not good, man. So I went to the mechanic. I told him I was like, "What's the? Uh, do I have any tread there?" He's like, "I was like, what percentage of my tread?" And he's like, "What do you mean? What percentage of tread? You have no tread. Look at it, smooth." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be careful. Yeah. yeah, I just got new tires. A thousand. Do, bucks. do you do this, do this podcasting every week? No, no. Just whenever. Okay. A special yeah. person. It's just for special people. That's right. Yeah. It's an honor, man. All right. Well, we'll tie it up. Uh, thanks, oh, it's like, so, Mr. Ozzy. All right. So, <laughs> I just want to say, uh, I guess this is going to conclude. This is going to conclude. Well, I'll say it. I'll think this for a while. I'll say This will conclude, I suppose, um, Mr. Hobson's interview. So I kind of wanted to end with this song here. So. <laughs> you that ready to go? I'm ready to go. Uh, Man, it works, yeah. Well, you must know all the lyrics to this, right? <laughs> no, I'm actually really bad at it. This is not your national anthem. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs>